0: Do babies have a natural instinct to sleep?
1: Getting a better understanding of what my partner needed and what my children really needed, that's made a huge difference.
0: Because otherwise I can get a little bit overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah, I think lots of parents can relate to that. You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt. Would you consider yourself a creative person? If the answer to that question is yes, my next question is... When was the last time you did something creative? Being a parent can often feel like there's no time for anything, and creative pursuits can be the first thing to hit the dust. Anna Kellerman wanted to make sure that women in particular don't lose their connection with creativity, so she founded a group called Mama Creatives based in Sydney. Hi, Anna. How are you?
1: Hi, Siobhan. Thank you for having me. What does it mean to you to be creative? What is it in your life? Oh, that is such a good question. Big question. There's two parts, I think. The first part is I feel it's something that is innate to you, something that's natural, that's shown when you're a child. Generally, I think when someone displays an interest or an inclination to something, it displays itself when they're young and it gives you joy. So you could talk about the creative arts, you could talk about music, you could talk about construction, you can talk about writing, performance, things that children do that they enjoy doing even past that sort of not to five years and they continue doing it at their own volition. I think what happens is when we grow up, we forget to find that joy. So creativity is something that gives you joy and it's something that you have to work at though. It's not something that you can live off your laurels and it's a talent that you're born with. It's something that you enjoy. The other part to creativity is it's creating something from nothing. I think you can be an interesting... What you're doing here on the radio show, you're creating conversations from nothing. There's a creativity in that, the art of conversation, the art of storytelling. So I think it is about taking an idea and executing that into an action. That's creativity to me. There's two sides to it. I think people th- believe that creativity is being an artist, a tortured artist in a studio, and there is way more to creativity than that. You can have be a lateral thinker, the way that you think can be creative, I listen to some great podcasts where the people are very creative in the way that they think. You could be a scientist and be creative because you take an idea and then you research it into something where there's an outcome that was, wasn't there before.
0: I find one of the things you said there I think is really interesting in terms of creativity showing itself when you're young and that idea of it being about joy and um, It's a way of expressing yourself, isn't it? I feel in some ways that a lot of schools drum that out of us. So I know that when I was a kid, I loved writing. And then I stopped for a long time because I went through school and university and felt like, oh, I'm not doing it right. Or I loved art. And I stopped doing it because my art teacher didn't necessarily rate what I was doing. And so over time, we stopped connecting
1: with that that made us... Happy, I suppose. Do you see that much? I agree with everything you said. When I was young, I'm lucky I had – I guess I was very good at drawing so I could draw something from life and so everyone thought I was amazing. And so I had a lot of positive reinforcement from my teachers and from my mother at home and from my family. And so I was encouraged at school. When I went to art school, it was – I felt it was drummed out of me. I thought it was uneducated out of me – and I was. Um, it was the le- least creative time of my life. Was when I went to art school. <laughs> it was and so Sir, ironic. And my favourite TED talk is Sir, One of them is Sir Ted Robinson, and he's he says a whole TED. He has a whole TED talk about this how uh, how creativity is um, lost going through schools um, and I 100% agree with that it's all about KPIs there's actually another good talk about that how KPIs are ruining creativity and I think we're so of a metric size, if that's a word there's too many metrics it's all about numbers kids are over scheduled we have to fill in every bit of moment of the day achieving and performing and doing something and I don't think that is really conducive to creativity or a healthy society so I think we need to leave time for creativity what I say to people is if they can't quite grasp it or when they're trying they're trying to grapple with the importance of it is when you go traveling or when you visit a place or you hear about a place you go and visit the museums the art galleries the monuments you eat the food they're the things that you remember the things that you feel, the things that you enjoy, that's all create, That's all because people created it from nothing. You don't remember the presentations or the meetings that you went to. <laughs> no, you don't. And, and, you know, okay, I was okay at school, but I'm not remembering all that stuff. I'm remembering the things that really meant a lot to me. And I think, yes, schools have gone down a different path in Australia anyway. And
0: now we come to mothers because a lot of these women that you're talking to have been through that system. But not only have they been through a schooling system and potentially had that creativity drummed out of them, they've also become parents, which can uh, completely take over your life, your sense of self. And to me, it sounds like creativity is a very personal thing it's a way of identifying who you are mm. why do you think that, that is an important thing for mothers in particular to reconnect with that, this idea that they're creative people
1: that that is the absolute reason why I do mama creatives is because um as you said when you become a parent you reprioritize and your children do take over in a way when they're babies of course it's important that they get all your attention. And what happens is over time, if you don't leave something for yourself, the mother guilt, I like to think my mama creatives is disrupting mama guilt because um, you can't be twenty four hours a day with anyone and have a healthy relationship, whether you're you want to be with your kids twenty four hours or not. you can over, you know, you can smother them. And it's not by sacrificing, it's not by feeling guilty. It's about, Reconnecting and making sure that you retain your identity and sense of self. And creativity is something that was yours, something that you've always had. It can't be taken away from you. But if you allow that to be sacrificed to a point, you do lose a sense of self. And I see a lot of mums in the community not knowing what to do. Also, when you reach a certain age, you reprioritize your life purpose As you get to 40-plus or late 30s, you wonder what you want to do. Um, And so creativity can give you a natural path. If you just allow yourself some downtime, it can help you find the way. The biggest thing that I can add to this is growing up with my mother. My mother um, suffered a couple of mental illnesses. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people suffer depression, anxiety, and other things. But what I saw – and also she was a product of her generation – she was born in 1936, but aside from all of that and in honour of all of that, my mother had four children. She was a single mother, but she sacrificed everything, or she would say she sacrificed everything to a point where that was her, her line, but she had plenty of time and opportunities to get back to what she did, which was painting and drawing and writing, and she was a great creative woman, but she let all that go. And I saw her grow. And as I grew up, she wasn't a great role model for me. And I saw an empty shell of a woman. And I just felt I never wanted to be like that. And it was an instinct as a child. And so when I see parents say, I'm doing it all for my children, to a point, yes, I'm very close with my daughter, but I also do my thing. And I'm a good role model for her, I hope, because she can see that I'm taking control, even though when life gets challenging, I don't just sacrifice it to something I think it's it's about taking control and strength and power and in, in taking that back. And creativity is, I think, a natural way in, and that can mean different things for different people. And the reason why I think it's achievable is you could take, give yourself five minutes a week writing a poem if that's what you want to do. It's not that much. So I think it's achievable, and I think if you start by doing that, I remember a friend of mine was having a really, really hard time, and she was she's she's done very well as an artist, but she was having a really hard time and let it go for a long time. And I said, "Why don't you just do a little drawing ten hour, ten minutes a week?" And obviously that grew into half an hour a day, and now she's back into it. That's all you need. So I think I think it's a way in, and I think it's it's not too um, overwhelming. That's why I think we can use creativity to to get back to who we are. It's very easy to lo- lose yourself. And I don't, and I, I also think creativity can be the thing that saves you. So I work as an art therapist and I've also worked with women um, with postnatal depression, which my mother had and other women have. And you can use it as a therapy as well, as an externalization of the anxiety or your fears and worries. So there's a whole lot of things that can be really powerful.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation, and I'm speaking with Anna Kellerman. She's an art therapist and founder of Mama Creatives, which is an organisation that brings mums together creatively. And that is, I've said that in a broad way because I am going to ask Anna for more details because I kind of forgot my first question, to be honest. I just got so wrapped up in what you were saying. No, it was really interesting. So um, I'm going to go back and look at my script. So I make sure I ask the right questions. Let's break down what Mama Creatives is. Um, You've just outlined really there why creativity is so important for us as human beings, but especially that it doesn't have to be painting a Mona Lisa. It can be anything from writing to music to drawing, whatever it might be. Um, what kind of support do creative mums need and is that what creative mums does? What do
1: I think, first of all, they need to be validated and acknowledged. So if you have a mother's group, just because you're mothers doesn't mean you like each other. So you may not want to be in that group it may be competitive, it may, you may not have a philosophy. So I think the first thing is that we are a group of women who are just disarmed. You just come in, we're all there, there's no, there's no competition and we're all pretty open-minded. I think there's a type of personality that attracts, that Mama Creative attracts. It's a very open-minded, philosophical, creative thinking person. So when you come in, you just get that acknowledgement that you found a group of people that are on your level. We also offer, I, I would say, TED style evening talks, and I ask people from the community to share their stories. So it's a real co creation. It's not about willing in a famous person to talk at you. It's actually very involved and participation opportunities for women to showcase and share their stories. I think the biggest thing and it's very transformational. The whole way we started was with six friends, and we all met in the park because I had friends saying, I want to meet this person, I want to meet that person. And so I got them all together, and the kids were with us, and you couldn't hear anything. But what what I noticed was when one person was talking to someone, they were, there was an electric dynamic between them, and they didn't get around to everyone because we had to go. And so we decided to not make it a mother's group as such, but let's put the spotlight back on the mum. What, what's her story? What's her story? And they hadn't shared their stories for, for a long time. So I help them construct and draft their, their story. And when you are forced to write down all your achievements and all the things you used to do and then share that in, in front of a live audience, it makes you, it, it, there's, you can't not be transformed and reconnect with your confidence. So I give that to mums. And, and some of the things that I see from when they are so anxious to then feeling high-fiving like they can fly after they've shared it the, because they could do it. I give them the chance to do it. I give them that platform where it's safe. It's not thousands of people watching them. It's a beautiful, warm atmosphere in a pub. And I help them with their story. And then they share it and we film it and we put that into a membership if people want to join. And so we, sh- so we do that. We give them that chance. And otherwise, they may just be left by the, by the wayside. And I find people where I think their stories are interesting that they've never shared them before. Or that there's a theme that we want to touch on, domestic violence, um, suicide, the death of a child, depression, mental illness. Um, It's not always heavy. Um, There's joy in that as well. But what I like to show is that no matter what's happened to these women, these mothers, they've overcome it. And, And they share their creative process and their creative body of work. So there are evening talks. We also do masterclasses where I do wheel in a, fam- a, a well-known person within a particular theme. So they're more for the entrepreneurial or women who want professional development, and they come in and it's a, it's a one-and-a-half hours to two hours intense focus on one theme. They're in the mornings. We do expert panels. And I've just started Story Slams based on The Moth. Oh, I love The Moth. So I love The Moth. I've listened to hundreds and hundreds. I'm like, I think I've listened to them all, but I'm waiting for the next <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to so many moth. So I'm doing my own moth. Excellent. Um, story Sam. So that's where we get six women from the community sharing a story about a particular theme, 10 minutes each. And uh, we're giving them storytelling support on how to construct a story for 10 minutes. So that's our next thing that we're doing.
0: Oh, there's so much there. I mean, look, unfortunately for some, you're based in Sydney. So if you're in Sydney, you can access Mama Creatives. If not, you've got your finger up. Does this mean they can access you online?
1: Well, I've thought of that. I'm thinking, well, if I'm about, if, if a Creatives is about supporting creative women and helping them not feel isolated and helping them find their, their group of like-minded, um, open-minded women, I've just decided that we're going to start live, live streaming. Oh, great. So the first one we're going to live stream is on the 3rd of July, which is our next Story Slam. Oh. So that's our next thing that we're looking into is t- so we can reach more women especially oh, regional exciting. women and women who can't even make it in Sydney for all for whatever reason. Wherever they are, we're going to start live streaming our, our evening talks.
0: Okay, so um, can we direct people to your website then to find out more about that? It's mummacreatives.com. Brilliant. Anna, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. That's Anna Kellerman. She's the founder of Mumma Creatives, and we'll pop a link up to their website. Just head to ours, kindling.com.au. You've been listening to Kindling Conversation. If you enjoyed it, there's plenty more where that came from. Find other stories and interviews at our website.
1: Just head to kindling.com.au.